My name is Selena. And my name's Unsel. And you're listening to Real Talk, where we talk for real about what we think about the most recent movies we've watched. And TV shows. That too. So today we're talking about Showing Up, the 2022 film by Kelly Reichardt, was it? I'm not yeah. too... Okay, cool. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the movie, it's about this young woman, an artist. Her name is Lizzie, and she lives in this small town in Oregon. She goes to the Oregon College of Art and Craft, and she has a neighbor who also happens to be her landlord, and she has this feud with her neighbor in her head, um, and... They both have art shows coming up, um, and even though her neighbor is really friendly towards her, the main character uh, seems to take it in a different way, Um, and you basically go through a journey with the main character and how she, like, navigates her personal life with her family and also the other artists around her in this small town. Do you think that covers it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so what were your first impressions of the movie? My first impressions? Uh, where do I start? Anywhere. Well, I mean, let's talk about the opening credits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. It starts with these watercolor um, paintings of sculptures that Michelle Williams' character, Liz, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Starts out with, I guess, before she actually sculpts with clay. Yeah, it, it was clay, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, reminiscent of like sixth grade art um i don't remember doing that in sixth grade um i did that in eighth grade though after you left yes i also in in eighth grade when i did do like clay sculptures i made a sculpture of a genitalia (laughs) don't know if i should have shared that but yeah and i was um yeah i was I don't know. I don't know if popular is the word for it, but it, it did get some attention. Yeah. What was your model? No, That's only very just interesting. Just my imagination. I used my imagination. Oh, really? I wonder how accurate that was. Oh. oh do you still have it? <laughs> Probably not very. No, we never got it back. Apparently, like, um, like the box that our clay sculptors were in was infested with cockroaches or something. Oh. Yeah. Or that's what they told us. We never got it back. Anyways. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so opening credits. I I found it it was like surprisingly slow. It was one of the longest opening credits I've seen. Don't know if that's what you thought. Yeah, after a while I was like, is this gonna <laughs> end? <laughs> um and interesting music? music yeah i i don't even remember the music anymore and i watched it a few hours ago <laughs> okay. oops i don't know yeah. what to call it it was very um synthesizer sort of upbeat interesting i guess because there's no other music in the rest of the movie except with the one class where they do like the movement and thinking class and they move to the music, but you might not remember, and it's fine. 
I, I don't remember. Was it Flute, by the way? Because I was reading... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it is. The okay, very... I was reading about the movie, and one of the characters... Uh, what's his name? The guy with the weird name, something 3000? Oh, um, Andre 3000? Three, yeah, yeah, him. He apl- apparently played Flute during the shoot, just like Kurfan for everyone else, and then at the end, he... And the director uh, went out to the field, and she recorded him playing flute. Oh, so wow. I think she used that. Maybe, maybe I. We should do more research for the end. That's very cool. I didn't know that. You taught me something today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't you feel like there's been this trend, or maybe it's not a trend, but with A twenty four, where it's like credits in art or some form of mm-hmm. yeah physical art they use. Yeah, like beef the limited yeah. tv series fresh i don't i don't know if fresh had was fresh even a24 i don't think so i think it was I mean, hulu it my bad hulu Oops. yeah <laughs> okay maybe it's not um, a trend after yang definitely did it okay i just remember the dancing so oh yeah the dancing was the opening credits i did notice like there were some interesting like camera movements in the opening credits um like as right as it was like panning across it like zooms in sometimes quickly or slowly i'm not sure towards like the paintings um yeah it felt really freeform to me and like mm-hmm. a not official camera operator was doing it maybe because a, a camera operator would be better at actually being exact with their movement i think yeah yeah i agree i think that's what i noticed especially since it was so slow it was it was something <laughs> that stood yeah. out yeah right yeah in other parts of the movie i wasn't paying attention to the camera movement at all it was just the opening credits for me and i think like when i first saw saw the pictures on the wall uh, the pictures in like the opening credits because like i didn't have context about the movie and what like the pictures were i was like trying to figure out what they were i was like oh is someone a designer are these like design sketches right same and the colors definitely stood out yeah they were cool yeah, other than that, I I don't have much to say about the opening credits. It was it was slow and long. Um yeah. which some people would describe the movie as. Yeah. yeah. Are you a fan of watching credits in general, like noticing the names? Um only if they're done in a fun and creative way. I don't I don't okay. know if this counts. This counts as that. Um do you think it counts as that? I mean, I don't know, it's subjective, but by putting it in the beginning of the movie, it definitely forces you to watch it. That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think this opening credit scene felt more like a like closing or end credit scene. Um, yeah. And then the end credit scene, I mean, should we talk about that now? But it was also... Maybe later. I guess we can move on to like the actual movie now. Yeah, I think one one aspect of the movie that stood out to me was the tone, tone or mood. Don't know if you have any thoughts about that. Um, other than the deadpan humor, I, I'm not sure what you're referring to. Oh, um, just like the overall tone of the film, like how how you feel while watching the film or what type of feeling overall the film has like you know like sometimes the film is tense other times it's it's upbeat i feel like it's just tense like i can say unequivocally that i was stressed really why (laughs) um maybe especially towards the end but i mean 
she's like a neurotic character, Michelle Williams' mm. character. And I could just feel the stress she was feeling. And the pigeon, obviously. I found it calming. Like, I found the tone to be, like, calming and, like, serene. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, because it's very, like... It's like slice of life, but also the pacing, right? It's the pacing is somewhat slow and like the camera lingers for a long time in a lot of the shots. And it's it's just very calming. And I think there was also a lot of sunlight in a lot of the shots, like outdoor scenes, plus some indoor scenes of her working on the sculpture. Yeah, and people talk slowly, like, and it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's also the location. You're so used to like New York City and New Jersey. So it's like the countryside, you know, a little bit less chaotic as well. Maybe. Are you saying my my location influenced my my perception of like the mood of the film? Maybe. Or the um, setting of the movie facilitates what you just said. The movie actually reminded me a lot of Koganada's films. Okay. The the pacing specifically and and that like serene or meditative tone. I see what you're saying. I think I think more I see more of Columbus in the film, which I don't think you've seen yet. Nope. And you know yeah. why. I won't say why. <laughs> why? I'm not gonna say. <laughs> okay, well I don't know. I don't remember, but okay. I'll I'll find it okay, in our chat good. history or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in Columbus, it's also about this small town girl in this, like, outlying town in Columbus, Ohio. Um, like, it's a very, like, small cast, very, like, quote-unquote small world. Um, also someone that's trying to, like, aspire to be something. Um, yeah, so, like, narratively and tonally, it reminded me of that film. And just, like, the way it was shot in general. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, as someone who doesn't live in the states, all, all these states, right? Like, they're all the same Oregon to you. And, <laughs> <laughs> like just the, the ones that aren't West Coast or East Coast. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's why I think it was so similar because they're both like small town, and even though they're like in different small towns, it felt like very similar. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just say. Um, beginning of the movie first thing we see is michelle williams but i didn't recognize her actually no me too oh my gosh yeah she yeah. was she, she is just so seems... unrecognizable in this movie yeah and it's not just the hair she just seemed so much more youthful or like her character was younger than i'm used to because the last thing i saw her in was i think the she's always been a mom yeah the fablemans which i'm not sure which one was shot first but the Fablemans, where she's a mom, and like I don't know, The Greatest Showman, where she's a mom. What's that movie she did with um, Casey Affleck? Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, that one. Also a mom. Yeah, she's and she's usually like glowing. She looks better normally, but here, like you can see her eye bags, like no makeup, no filter. Yeah. Or maybe makeup to make her look more tired. Yeah, could be. And then eventually I was like, oh, this is Michelle. Yeah, yeah. Like, when I first saw, like, posters for the movie, because I've been seeing it around and I saw the trailer, I had no idea it was Michelle Williams. Um, And then when I was listening to a podcast that referenced this movie and they were talking about Michelle Williams, I was like, huh? She's in the movie? I had no idea. Yeah. Right. And she turns out to be the main character. Yeah. 
Exactly. And then, like, the next character we see is Hong Chao's character, Joe. Mm-hmm. I love that shot, actually, of her, like... Rolling um, the wheel down pushing... the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And isn't there a thing where, at least in Korea, kids would play with a stick and, like, a wheel and, like, push the wheel down? I feel like I've seen that, yeah. And run with it? Yeah. yeah. And it just reminded me of that and how much of a child she is, how playful she is and upbeat. Mm-hmm. Like, from that first scene, it showed that. Yeah, and... I... I think for like the first few seconds, I didn't realize it was Hong Chao, and I thought Same, it was I a little was a kid, girl. Actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't she wearing like um? What do you call those? Overalls. Uh, yeah, was it overalls? I I don't know. I don't remember. Mm. Yeah, but she. I thought it was a kid as well, and then you see her face and it's Hong Chao. Yeah. Who, by the way, lately, I mean, wow. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's in so many things, um, so many good work. Mm-hmm. So we see this immediate contrast between Hong Chao's character and Michelle Williams's character. Like the movie constantly kind of compares the two of them. I feel like, um, in terms of their work, their personalities, their energy, their supposed mm-hmm. talent. Because that guy at the art college or whatever this is, art school, who says, "Oh, I just saw Joe's work and it lifts me up." Whereas, like, oh, yeah. for <laughs> Michelle Williams or Liz's work, he's like, we'll make it work, just bring it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, that, I think that goes to maybe the theme of the movie, which has to do with Liz or Lizzie's, maybe one, insecurity, and two, the imagined rivalry in her head that she has mm-hmm. with Hong Chao's character, Joe. Yeah, and I think maybe it also just like speaks to to the like the artistic temperament or artistic mindset. I mean, I I have no artistic work to show for and I like I can't relate and I don't I don't know if this is how someone feels Same. um when they create artwork, but it's it's that constant need to like compare yourself to other artists or other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I guess like throughout the movie joe joe seems to have it easy or it it looks like it's easy for her whereas for like liz it feels like she has to put it in a little more effort or or she feels that herself at least i don't know what do you think yeah and with joe she seems to be getting a lot of recognition she has like two shows she's getting some sort of uh i'm not sure what it was but it was like a special recognition thing from some prestigious gallery um yeah was whereas it? with oh, whereas with Lizzie, um, there's maybe a kind of nepotism situation going on because yeah. her parents are obviously artists and her mm-hmm. mom maybe runs the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so a good there's point. Another, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and her dad was also like a pottery ceramic maker. Exactly, same thing. Um, yeah, and her brother too, Rit- Sam. Is yeah, apparently supposedly a genius. Yeah, supposedly. Also, I mean, the mom's favoritism with the son, too. Calling yeah. him a genius. Yeah, and her he... just, it was hilarious. Michelle Williams just sitting there like, some some other people. <laughs> or, what was she, what yeah. did she say? Um, so first she was like, I don't know if I would call him a genius. And then she said, <laughs> a lot of people are creative when her mom was like, he's very right. creative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think he actually is a genius? I mean, when he was digging the hole and the stuff he was saying was actually kind of mind-blowing, to be honest. (laughs) Okay. When he was like, people like to... um, Oh, I remember. Um, People like to pretend they don't hear or something. 
what was it you like he was like oh you have he didn't say this exactly but it's something along the lines of like hearing the silence but people not wanting to hear the silence he didn't use the word silence but but he said something else oh oh, you have to listen to what isn't said or something oh, like yeah that. Mm-hmm. and how like the holes he was digging were mouths and everything is earth everything is nature or something okay maybe he is a genius i don't know or just schizophrenic who knows Okay, so the mom clearly favors the brother, um, but but I guess speaking of like the family dynamics, I feel like like the family aspect of the film was the least appealing to me. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. whenever like family scenes come up, my I I can feel my like head <sighs> floating away or or losing focus. Yeah, but but I really like the scenes like at the school or when. Lizzie is, like, sculpting in her studio. Family scenes as in whenever one family member interacts with another family member? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when like when Lizzie first visits her dad or when she first visits her brother. Like, I don't think I cared that much about those interactions. I know those interactions are important, but, but as, like, a, I, I don't know, as a viewer that has, like, certain expectations about this movie, like, I think I mentioned earlier, for me, like, the mood was very, like, meditative and calming. Like, those interactions... And isn't. <laughs> yeah, those interactions basically broke that, that tone or mood, I think. I think that was the point, though. Like, every time there was a family interaction, it was stressful or there was some kind of problem, and yeah, it was annoying. Yeah, right. You're right. Yeah. yeah, it was annoying, but also like I don't, I don't care about them. I don't, I don't care about the fact that they're annoying. But no, you're right. Like it's, it's there for a reason. Um, but but yeah. also I guess like even if it was there for a reason, I I don't know if it was particularly or maybe it, you know it's just like a taste thing. But I was gonna say I don't know if it was particularly well done. If it like pulled me out of the movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have trouble with it. I don't think, but. That's a valid point. Um, yeah, I guess, like, yeah, speaking of, like, like my receptivity towards other scenes over, like, the family ones, like, I think, like, one of my favorite scenes was when, like, Lizzie was, like, in the school courtyard and, like, observing the students from the movement and thinking class, um, when that weird flute music was playing in the background and they were, like, moving their bodies. I don't know what they were doing. Yeah, I found that nice to look at and again calming if you remember uh somewhere in the middle of the movie when joe comes back with andre 3000's character uh at night and we just we don't see them we just see michelle williams and she (laughs) i found it it's the only time i laughed out loud in the movie she just sticks her one of her girls onto the pole oh yeah and that just do you see what i'm saying (laughs) i know what you're saying um, I, I had a similar the, thought, but I did not laugh. I... What? I, I, that's the only time I laughed out loud. Also, wait, I don't, I don't remember Andre 3000 and Joe coming back from... We don't see them, we just hear them outside, and Michelle is still working. It's still her day off that she took mm-hmm. to work on her art, and she's just sitting there, and she hears that going on outside, and Andre 3000 is like, you can look for the phone tomorrow. Oh, okay. I remember. Because Hong Chao was like, oh, my phone. I remember Hong Chao losing the phone, but I didn't realize, like, Andre 3000 was there. 
And then, I mean, obviously that implies whatever they're going to do at night. And then or she sticks one of her girls on the pole, and I'm just like, holy shit, that's hilarious. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she was just, like, she was so resigned and just, like, done. I don't know, I found that funny. Did you find the movie funny? I feel like if I watched it with an audience, I would have found it funnier, but not- I wasn't laughing that much. I can see why it's supposed to be funny in some parts, but not really. You? Yeah, same. I wasn't laughing much or at all. But but the one part that I did laugh out loud was when, this is towards the end, when Liz's mom drives over to Sam, Liz's brother's house, to pick him up for the art show. I think it's Sean. Sean? Oh, my bad. Oops. <laughs> okay, yeah, so she drives over to Sean's house to pick him up and she couldn't find him, but she finds Sean's neighbor, Craig, in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was like, oh, where's Sean? And Craig was like, I don't know. And then they, and then the scene cuts to a shot of the mom with Craig in the car, and I, I don't know, I just laughed at that. Because she, she took oh, Craig instead of Sean. I was like, haha, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Any other favorite scene? Um, yeah, I think, like, in general, just, like, in general, my favorite scenes were, like, the abstract ones, or, like, the more distant ones, like, the less less personal ones, non-family related. Yeah, I guess I just wasn't invested in, in the family dynamic. Okay. Or the family drama. Um, I, even though it's not, I don't know if I should say meaningful family drama or, like, major family drama, but a lot of it is just like foil for Lizzie's character like it, it says more about Lizzie than anything about I mean it does say something about the family but it's it's about Lizzie it is for sure I guess speaking of it all being about Lizzie what do you think the movie is trying to say what it, what is it about well certainly it's making some sort of statement about the art scenery these days um because like I did a little bit of research and this was filmed the movie was filmed in an old art school that closed down and yeah it was filmed in um the former campus of oregon college of art and craft which apparently closed in 2019 but for the shooting of this movie they reopened it and now it's gonna be a middle school apparently oh wow i didn't know that cool yeah um yeah looks looks very spacey and well, not spacey. It looked small, so I guess it makes sense for a middle school. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it. It. I would say, yeah. To to some extent, it's about like being an artist in the art world, and and either like competing in your head with others or yourself. And I think like initially, she she sees a competitor in Joe, um, but I guess like be, you know, as as the title of the film is showing up. It, it's also maybe in part, the film is in part about showing up for other people. Um, also tied to the idea of what goes on in the art world, like how you show up for either like your family members, which Joe, not Joe, sorry, what's her name, Lizzie does throughout the film. But in terms of like showing up for her peers, like Joe, who, who initially seemed, or at least in other people's eyes, better than her. Um, she, she doesn't do that at first, but towards the end, I think at the, at the very end, she, she has this realization that maybe she should have showed up for Joe because when Joe had her art show, she wasn't there, but at Lizzie's art show, Joe did show up. Joe showed up with the pigeon that both Joe and Lizzie took care of. 
and that was that was kind of sweet um, we haven't mentioned the pigeon yet actually um, in this episode no and the pigeon is huge well what do you think the pigeon represents i okay well first of all what i think is do you want to talk about how the pigeon ties in like summarize the pigeon's appearance so this pigeon, um, we first see, I'm not sure if it's the same pigeon, but we first see and hear a pigeon way in the beginning when we see Lizzie working, sculpting. You can you can hear like a cooing and you see a pigeon or maybe two, but I remember thinking, what, is she working in like a shithole? Why is there a pigeon <laughs> just... Because, you know, pigeons, rats with wings, all that business. Well, it was kind of cute in this movie. I mean, I think yeah, it's cute. Yeah, this movie kind of converted me. I think they're cute yes. now. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. But they're also way. disgusting. I mean, some pigeons look rough, like they've been on a bender or something anyway. Yeah, some do. But but this one was cute. <laughs> this one was really cute. Yeah. By the way, in the end credits, you can see um, what was it called? I, I think I wrote it down. Oh, in the end, you can see homing pigeon trainer in the end credits. So there was a pigeon trainer on set, which is not surprising, I guess, but that's kind of hilarious to me that there was a pigeon trainer with his pigeon yeah. yeah, hilarious, pigeons. like how Liz brought a pigeon to the vet. Exactly. They're <laughs> yeah. pigeons. Um, honestly, I was like dozing off during the end credits, but it's it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I was quite tired as well. But... So this pigeon appears in the beginning, and later on, um, Lizzie wakes up during the middle of the night to find her cat Ricky mauling a pigeon that has flown into her bathroom, I think. And then she... She reacted exactly the way I reacted when I found a cockroach in my room. Oh my god, I remember she... that. <laughs> yeah. She just like scooped it up on the dustpan and threw it out the window and said, go die somewhere Wait, else. Wait, oh my god, that's exactly what you did! <laughs> yeah, I just threw what it out the, the window. Hell? Okay. That yeah, was, anyway. yeah, that was rough. I was like, she's kind of mean, but I guess that's what you did too. But like a cockroach is different. A cockroach is not a cute yeah, pigeon, so. Exactly. Yeah, I thought that um, line was really fa- funny um, when she said, go die somewhere else. Yeah, Pigeon. relatable yeah, That was though. a good line. And then the next day, Joe finds it and says, look, I found this pigeon. I think it has a broken wing. Um, and she tries to take care of it. So like, uh, then she hands it over to Lizzie, who has to take care of it. And it's yeah. just a constant presence from then on. And then towards the end, I guess it has kind of a big role. Yeah, and I guess like when Joe Joe first found the pigeon and showed it to Lizzie, it's that contrast you were talking about, right? How, like how Lizzie decides initially to let the pigeon die. She wants the pigeon... Well, I don't know if she wants the pigeon to die, but she threw it out her window. But, um, you know, on the other spectrum... Joe, Joe finds it and takes care of it um, and, and is like very gentle towards it. Um, yeah, and I think like, I don't know, like might show the difference in terms of like, I don't know if moral conduct is the right word, but... Well, I think what you're saying actually depicts... I think what you're saying is actually illustrating who they are as people. And I don't mm-hmm. think Joe was actually being nice with the bird. She just seemed outwardly nice. But the person who was actually caring for the bird was Lizzie. And so I feel like Joe's character is only outwardly an artist. Maybe not truly an artist. She seems a bit too bubbly for that for me. I'm not sure mm-hmm. how you're going to move wow, an audience okay. if you're so bubbly. Okay. <laughs> But Lizzie, on the other hand, is actually taking care of the bird, actually cares if its water bottle and paper is changed, mm-hmm. and shows that she's actually genuinely an artist or a good person or a caring person. Mm. No, that's like, yeah, that's an interesting thought. I, I'm i not sure if I agree with that, with 
with the fact that Joe isn't a real artist. She, she's some sort of an artist. Um, but I guess it's, yeah, I guess it's because we don't get to see her interior life. Like, it's not from her perspective. Maybe true, true. we feel distant. Um, but I, I see what you're saying. I mean, like, if we're doing a tangent about art, the movie certainly made me think about art, and I'm very ignorant. First of all, let me just preface this by saying I know nothing about art. I'm an engineer. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. You make art um, with your nuts and bolts. <laughs> sh- bro. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. First of all, we don't even get to do that, so we're just all theory. We're deriving yeah. equations and coding, so no. Anyway. Theory is art. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay. Oh, shut up. Personally, I feel like it's the common, like, tortured artist trope, right? I feel mm-hmm, like only yeah. tortured artists like Lizzie seems to be, sort of, have something to offer, at least for me. Because how are you gonna move me or someone else if your artwork isn't about how shitty life is? I, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, Hmm, sounds subjective. Um, um, but no, I, I, guess get, so. I get what you're saying. Like, even when we see Hong Chao's work... Or like Joe's work. It, it's like not on the same level. Even though like the characters in the movie are praising her work. I don't know. When I saw it, I was just like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, but but Lizzie's sculpture seems to carry more, I don't know, weight or depth. Yeah, more meaning. Like when mm-hmm. we see that one scene where we see Joe at work with the foam between her legs. And she's just like wrapping it in wire. Oh, yeah. There's, like, no thought behind it. She's just smiling and doing whatever the hell she feels like doing. Like, the lack of deliberation in her movement, kind of. Oh, maybe that's genius. Who knows? Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, art. And what is art, anyway? Yeah, what is art? It's anything you want it to be. Yeah, so I guess... I don't know. I... Like, this is one of those films where I think I like the idea of it, but but I'm not sure how I feel about, like, my experience of watching the film. Like, af- when the credits rolled and, like, after that, I, like, I, find- I found myself thinking about it, but, but like, in the moment, I-, I don't think I loved it. Same. I think maybe a rewatch might change my mind. Mm-hmm. Same. But yeah, initial I- impressions, not that impressed. I also watched it during the daytime because time sensitive and we were going to record this podcast. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that played a role. Maybe if I if I had seen it like in a theater, I would have been more moved or engaged. Exactly same. Not ideal conditions. We work. Yeah. I'm doing an internship by the way, even though I'm a student. Yeah, we're both. And the time busy. zone difference. Mhm. Yep. Yeah, for the record, I'm I'm based in like New Jersey. East East Coast time. She's in I'm based Korea. in Korea. So there's like what a twelve hour difference? What time is it there? Eleven sixteen PM. Yeah, and it's noon here, so eleven oh, uh, actually thirteen okay. hours. Um can we get back to the pigeon actually? Cause yes, we can. Huge, yes. huge deal. Um okay, this is my theory. The pigeon is her. It's always stressed and is in constant need of hot water and a change in paper. Kinda like how maybe um Lizzie always needs a shower. She keeps saying, I need a shower. Or uh, maybe Lizzie has just made the pigeon into her with her like high maintenance neurotic sensibilities. Mm-hmm. And also, what does the pigeon's cooing mean? Because like the closing scene is 
Hong Chao and Michelle Williams walking, and we hear the pigeon cooing, and I don't know what does it all mean. What do you think? Wow, no, that's a that's a great theory. I did not think of that. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, Michelle Williams being like change the paper as it gets gross, and also Michelle Williams, I need to shower. I'm gross. Yeah, and the hot water, and yeah. like the pigeons let go at the end, right? It's free. It had a broken mm. wing. It couldn't fly, and then at the end, it's liberated. It flies away. Yeah, it's liberated. Yeah, I yeah, my thought was more along the lines of how you know how initially Michelle Williams was. Yeah, she was. She was like distant, distant from the pigeon, reluctant to take care of it. You know, initially throws throws the pigeon out the window, but. But then gradually develops like an attachment or connection to the pigeon. Um, it's I don't know. It's some kind of device for for how we approach people or experiences or like things in the world. At first, it's cold, but then you know you warm up towards whatever it is that is yeah, around you. It's yeah. I don't know. It's it's the way that we we develop connections or or at least maybe develop inspiration. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, and I guess to tie it back to the title again, showing up. I don't know like I guess I guess showing up and being present around something or someone helps with developing that connection so different yeah I see what you're saying yeah like I I really liked that that part of the movie where she she gets attached to the pigeon that was really warm and nice yeah yeah the pigeon keeps bringing you back to the movie I felt like I don't know it kept it piqued my interest yeah yeah I definitely piqued mine as well oh i mean you're a fan of birds you have a bird yourself yeah not with me right now but my family has it um yeah birds are cute yeah so i guess should we wrap up our thoughts about the film is there anything else you want to talk about already oh yes for sure oh wow really okay hello oh were were there (laughs) what Okay, the interactions between Michelle Williams and that teacher at the school who was looking at the dancing um, and was like, I can't, I don't know what that class is called. A movement and thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Michelle Williams replies movement and thinking. And then she she brings Janet over to Michelle Williams' show at the end. And Michelle Williams is his dad, played by Judd Hirsch, who was also in The Fablements with Michelle Williams. Yeah. Um, hilarious character, hitting on Janet. I'm pretty sure they're lesbians, so, you know, like... Oh, you mean Janet and the other woman? The teacher of some sort. She, I think she teaches... For sure they are. And then I got some vibes between Michelle Williams and her as well. So, I mean, I'm just saying. Huh, okay. I didn't get those vibes from Michelle Williams and her. Okay. Yeah, to... I forgot the... That guest artist's name. Um, Yeah, me too. um, But to me, she just seemed like, you know, hippie. And like, she slurs her words. Kind of like airy. I mean, definitely everyone there is like... That's true. Everyone there is kind of like that, <laughs> but but yeah, I don't know. To me, I, it didn't translate to lesbian for me, but okay. okay. No, I was full fully getting lesbian vibes. Okay, cool. I guess all we can talk about is like the last scene now, and that's it, really. Oh yeah, so the last scene. I liked that scene. Well, we're at the show now. We're at Lizzie's show, and everyone's there. Everyone's shown up one way or another. Yeah, everyone showed up. 
and there's just so much angst like the family's finally together it's so stressful i was so anxious the whole time yeah and then there's this bird and these fucking kids fucking kids dude i when joe brought the birds in and because i saw kids in the venue i knew those kids were gonna mess with the bird (laughs) i knew something was gonna happen with the kids and i was so scared that the bird would just like um ruin all the sculptures knock them all over which by the way what is she doing having a cat at her house like the cat's definitely gonna knock over some sculptures right that's true i guess i guess she does her like her sculpting work in like the garage and the cat is like not in the garage yeah i guess i don't know it still made me anxious yeah yeah anyways i thought the i thought the kids were gonna like choke the pigeon to death or or something more gruesome (laughs) But they just they just took off its band-aid, which is better, but yeah, but, but it flew away. So I mean, it was flying around the venue and then it stopped on the ground. And then Sean walks over and picks it up, walks to the entrance of the gallery, and then sets the bird free. And then we hear Michelle Williams go, No, Sean, wait, but the bird's already flown away, and then she later walks outside looking for the bird with Joe. But then they give up and they walk. Yeah, I guess they stopped following the pigeon and then they walk together. And then you hear the pigeon cooing, like, right next to the camera. Yeah, it was a nice ending, whatever it meant. Yeah, I guess it, it's not only... The way I saw it was, like, it, it wasn't only the pigeon who was being liberated, but also, in a sense, Lizzie. Yeah, for sure. Because Lizzie is the pigeon. Yeah, exactly. Lizzie is the pigeon. No longer stressed out. No longer insecure. I mean, to some extent. Yeah. Um, no longer competing against Joe. Now healed from the broken wing that's yeah, keeping her from, from fulfilling her potential. Freedom. Exactly. And freedom. And friendship. Oh, friendship. Right, and friendship. Yeah, that's a good point. It's about a lot of things, I guess, this whole thing. Friendship, family... Art, fulfillment, life, career, I don't know. Yeah, everything. Yeah, I guess, like, yeah, I guess what what happens to Lizzie in the film could also be applied to, like, individuals in other career paths and how they they second-guess themselves or compete against other people in their field. Or just feeling stuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, speaking of feeling stuck, I don't think we talked about, like, the creative process itself. Yeah. That was, like, an interesting part of the movie, I thought. Like, we got to see Lizzie carry out the creative process. You know, those very, like, long, drawn-out shots of just Lizzie working with the sculpture. Um, I, I really liked those. I was, I was like, very intently looking at Lizzie sculpt her sculptures. Um, especially that one scene where she cuts off the hands of her, like, dried-out sculpture girl, and then she... She puts on like new hands that are like angled in a different way. That was that was cool to watch. It was, yeah, actually. I mean, Michelle Williams is the director, right? I haven't seen any of the other movies that Kelly Reichardt has made, but like they're all set in Oregon. Oregon. I think she probably grew up there, and uh, they all represent her, I guess. And it's speaking of her creative process with movies. I guess it it also shows how you know the creative process is is hard work. 
and there's like no blueprint or you don't know what you're supposed to do there's no obvious even i guess like it's also interesting how we i guess we're supposed to be in lizzie's shoes but she and we also observe other people praise people like joe and and it seems like joe has it easy but but i guess maybe that's you know there there's something behind the scenes that we're not privy to but you know we get that through lizzie who doesn't have it easy from what we know um, and and works hard on her work. She had to take a quote-unquote personal day off from working at the art school um, to complete her work. Um, and yeah, even like something small like taking care of a pigeon and bringing it to a vet is, is something that is in her way of completing her work. Yeah, and how neurotic she is and how that ruins her day. I mean, I briefly thought about Phantom Thread for a second and Reynolds Woodcock. Completely different, obviously, but you know, artists at work, very yeah, uh, neurotic artists and sensitive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of... Yeah, I kind of related to Lizzie. Yeah, so often your day is just ruined by something small. <laughs> yeah, so final thoughts about the movie? Um, did you think you enjoyed it overall? Didn't really like it? Loved it? Want to stew on it more? It's more like I haven't formed a solid opinion about it. I liked it, but it kind I was kind of disappointed because I'd heard so many good things about it, but I maybe a rewatch would make it. Through no fault of the movie and the director and everyone in the movie, I just wasn't for me, at least right now. Maybe if I rewatch it, I'll like it more. Yeah, same. I felt the same way. I like I wasn't sure what I thought about the movie. Maybe it's for like a certain time, time and place. Definitely better at an art house theater with mm. other people. Maybe it's just a preference or taste thing. Yeah, probably. But but I feel like I, I feel like I did enjoy the movie. If I had I don't know if if I had more patience. Like I'd under probably. under better conditions. Because I also, um, because of my connection, I had to... I started the movie yesterday night, but then I had to continue it the next day, which is not ideal, ever. In the beginning, the first time I was watching it, I, I was really enjoying it, actually. And then, yeah. Okay, this has been Real Talk, Unsul. And Selena. See you next time.